Welcome aboard Dice Wars, a Yutini role-playing production. The Patreon show that dives into the wide world of published Star Wars RPG systems. Grab your favorite dice, photocopy that character sheet, and open up the theater of your mind for the journey ahead. And now, welcome your Game Master, Caleb Laminac. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Dice Wars, a Yutini role-playing production. My name is Caleb, and this is the show where I and the members of the team will be playing through the various published RPG systems created for the Star Wars universe. Currently, we're in the story arc, uh, The Famine of the Soul, playing the uh, Saga Edition system. I'm joined by my players as always, so let's quickly r- r- go around the horn and reintroduce them and their players, or their characters, that way around. <laughs> I'm JG Cars. I'm a content manager here at Utini, and this season I am playing TZ8, which is a repurpose Magna Droid. I'm Gia Half, and I'm a writer for Utini. I'm playing Rook Drini, who is a 19-year-old Umbaran who grew up on the streets of Karelia, and she is a tech whiz. And my name is Emmy Connor. I'm also a writer for Utini, and I am playing a Twilight character named Lancer who is um, struggling with uh, some grief in her life and doesn't care much for the people around her because of it. Brutal. All right. Well, let's get into tonight's episode. This is session number two. So let's go ahead and get into the opening section here. All right. Stuck without a lead. Our trio has been contracted by by a ghost in the system. Duke Suzuki was has died, and while the locals do not suspect foul play, the Duke has offered a bounty to find his murderer. Now on the traveling casino of the Plasteel Pride, they have a lead, the Pink Noodle Bar, a small shop hidden in the lower levels. What was the Duke looking for? What did, was this was what led to his death? And what fate awaits awaits those who walk down this path? I did a bad job writing that up there. All right. So yes, um, last se- session, you know, um, you know, Rook uh, managed to sneak into the, uh, the the potential murder scene and using their power of psychometry, which the other players do not know about. So plug your ears, other players. Uh, you know, you found out that there was definitely a poison, some sort of murder. But in the same uh, space, he found a um, a journal he had left be- behind a duke that had several like locations and areas uh, written down, but then marked off. But then the very last one was listed as the noodle bar or the pink noodle bar. So that's uh, where you um, maybe he picked this up. Maybe he it's a lead that he was working on. You're not sure, but it's the only lead you really have at this moment. So uh, that's where you uh, ended last session uh, off to find. Correct. Yep. Perfect. Then, yeah, uh, sorry, guys, going to just go straight there. Like, time doesn't, like, time of day doesn't really affect here. There's, like, a a, a work shift and then a, a kind of off shift sort of thing. So it kind of, like, you know, shifts kind of ping pong between the upper and lower uh, uh, sections there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it's definitely kind of the, uh, the on section for the lower sec- uh, sector. So, you know, you can walk by the uh, upper sections there and then get to the uh, lower um the camp the lower side of the uh, the space without too much difficulty. Again, the lower section is you know sm- has overwhelming amount of like you know smells of like oil and dust and steam and other spices there. So you know it's kind of a kind of a tight grid pattern. So if you have to shove yourself you know through and around a couple of these um, harder to make turns. But then you know with the uh, map that Brooke managed to uh, download, it's not too hard to find the uh, noodle bar. Um, it like most things in the lower uh, section, there's it has garish neon sort of lights around it where it shows you know you know a kind of a tipping noodle noodle bowl and it, like three frames as it kind of cycles through the speed you know the three settings there. Um, as you approach though, there's a uh, there's kind of a tough burly looking man who kind of eyes you up and down as you walk down the uh, the kind of the alleyway the uh, kind of entry section there. He's just standing in the middle of the doorway, kind of barring any entrance. Okay. Um, Rook lets Lancer take the lead. As Rook's shy, 
quiet around people. And Lancer's the senior crew, mem crew member. The senior officer around these parts. <laughs> but also <laughs> deeply incapable at the moment. <laughs> Dealing with imposter syndrome. Um, I think that Lancer uh, wants to hang back for just a moment. And um, she's thinking maybe even to send like TZ8 up to the man to ask like a, obviously he's not like asking what kind of noodles they have, but um, ask like some random stupid question and just to see, you know, what kind of response he gets. Um, so yeah, actually I think Lancer is going to tell TZ not ask because she. <laughs> that's not. how you treat droids. <laughs> yeah. Um, at least at this point in the campaign, uh, tell TZ to go ask him if he has heard anything about this, um, dead Duke. T TZ is not gonna, not gonna really respond, we'll just, like, acknowledge and we'll go ahead and go up and do that, but, like, mentally, like, noting the fact that he was not asked and just told, he's not a big fan of mm -hmm. being told. That's what his last master did. So that's like all mentally, like he's compared to But he nods and he goes along with it. Um, I don't know, like, is there like, any other droids here? Or is he going to stick out like a sore thumb? Um, there's <laughs> other like, like it, it, it's about as droid heavy, maybe a, like maybe a slight percentage more than most places you've been to. There's droids, protocol droids, you know, okay. carrying droids, smaller things. Okay. Like I said, there's a droid that you met at the very, you know, that cargo lifter droid that you had greeted you greeted you as you walked up the thing so you've seen droids it's not like this a droid free zone but okay you know Lan you oh go ahead lancer what do you uh what do you want me to ask again um ask if ask this guy if he's heard anything about okay. the uh dead duke okay okay not non conspicuously okay uh so tz will go up to the the guy to the i guess it's like a like it's a nick toe. It's okay, a nick so, toe sort of. He's just like leaning against here. It doesn't have like any weapons on him, but he's leaning against the uh, doorway. There's the the door. There's not really like uh, an open door or like a sliding door, so you can kind of see past him into the place. And you know, there's a you know, a couple dozen chair, you know, um, how like half a dozen like tables and things. And there's people sitting down there and, and slurping and drinking. It kind of looks like a rowdy bunch in there. But the um, nick toe kind of looks you up now and says. <laughs> private event we're closed up do you have a moment for a quick question i ain't got nothing to do with nobody who's not invited it will only take a second this is some serious highfalutin planning so how about you fancy pants droid so can't put pokes you and the, the the chest there you know buzz off uh, TZ's gonna, like, pull out, like, show, like, some sort of, like, fake credential that he's a private investigator and that he demands to ask a question. <laughs> you get this from a box of crack jacks. Hmm. I, <laughs> TZ's stunned right now. Rook's watching all this just, like, <laughs> feeling for TZ and just shaking her head and then glancing at Lancer, like, really, really think this was a good idea. Lancer definitely looks back at Rook and is like, puts her finger up to her mouth and is like, shh, and then like leans in more. You have heard there was a murder. There's about to be a droid aside here if you don't buzz off. That was not very nice. <laughs> this is me being nice. As he like, he kind of steps down like off the thing and like gets almost semi eye level and like almost pushes you and starts pushing you and pushes you in the shoulder there uh tz will respond by like using like like force and like like almost like like grabbing his shoulder back like pushing him back like showing that he uh, actually is the one in control i was about to say like, this sounds like an attack roll time with with Ooh. care we're not we're not attacking <laughs> we're dominating with force intimidation uh -huh, uh -huh. sounds like a grapple check sort of thing so uh yeah make a let's start with making an attack roll see how that goes bet uh -oh. mm. And what am I adding again? Because like this, uh, it'll be your strength, and then also your base attack bonus, which would be two at this point. Okay, okay, okay. Thank you. <laughs> well, I guess it's gonna work to some degree. Um, eleven. 
All right, yeah, you uh, you can't land a, a, a touch there on it. He kind of tries to wiggle out a little bit. And now make a uh, athletic, uh, well, say acrobatics. Let me quickly look here. Um, it's not really like a, a athletics or like, you know, pushing sort of skill. So um, do you ha- do you have endurance trained at all? <laughs> I do. Yeah, go ahead and make an endurance check. That sounds appropriate since you're trying to like push and like use your your physicality there. Ten. Alright, uh he rolled a oh no. Um you know he, <laughs> he rolled a natural one. So we're going to so the scene comes <laughs> inside of the noodle bar as you see like a bunch of like toughs there, like you know, standing around like slurping their your noodles, you know, you know, guffawing, you know, there's one or two that are, you know, can't make, you know, a semi-speech. And then there's a sudden crash as a Nikto gets, it's like slips and, and is pushed through the, uh, the, the, uh, large glass, uh, facade there. And does he like oh. fall towards like Lancer and... Ruffin no, he like, you, 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 like, as you're oh. like, struggling, he like slipped on some oil and now you, you, you accidentally pushed him through the window or for the, uh, front glass door. Oh, and he like busts the glass and everything. Yeah, busts oh, straight wow. through the glass. Okay. At this point, Lancer is running up to TZ and, um, not even like mad at TZ, but she it needs to get a hold of the situation. And I think she goes up and like just kind of grabs him by the arm and just uh, are are there like is there like a pretty good crowd around us? Uh, there's not, like, a crowd, like, out in the, the alleyway where you're at, but as you, like, run up and grab TC, like, um, it looks like all the people on the inside of the, uh, of this, uh, noodle bar have, like, you know, like, reached in, and now there's about, uh, about eight, maybe ten blasters trained on you right now. Oh, god, okay. Uh, one of the guys, you know, kind of, uh, kind of a rough-and-tumble-looking guy with, like, a, a eye patch that kind of says, well, now, mm- the noodles here aren't that good. What can, what do you guys want? Uh, the same thing everyone here wants, I guess. Um, we're, we're travelers looking to make an extra credit. <laughs> well, who, who'd you, uh, how'd you hear about our little outfit here? We're friends of the queen. Okay. Um, I feel like that's like a check there. Yeah, persuasion maybe. <laughs> yeah, persuasion, persuasion or well, our deception. Uh, you're not. You haven't met the queen, so I feel like that's more of a yeah. deception role. Okay. Yeah. And while that's going on, I'd say Rook has run up to TZ and just has kind of taken a like she's threaded two fingers around TZ's hand just to kind of gently hold him back from causing Breaking any, any more, more windows. Any more, when when Rook, when Rook does that, whenever TZ was doing that force uh, attack, uh, not force, but like yeah, the forceful yeah. attack, um, his eyes were flickering red. But now with Rook uh, taking his mechanical hand, it kind of flickers back to blue. Um, I got an 18, Caleb. Okay. Um, they're kind of like, they're a little taken aback and say, well, if, you got, if you're dealing with the hoity-toities, I don't see why you're dealing with uh, a couple of, uh, well honest businessmen's like ourselves. To be honest, I don't know why I'm either. And she's going to try to walk away with uh, TZ and Rook in tow. Well, okay. Uh, whisper, Lancer, what are you doing? This is our chance. This is the last place on the list. We have like, to look. You, 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 I think Lancer knows what they're doing. So you you like walk a little bit down the uh the alleyway and then finally the uh the bot the the kind of boss the mouse piece with a uh who has an eye patch over there I can't come leans back out like oh hold on hold on like we can talk a little bit just a little bit more I don't we don't need you going around you know exactly saying you know what sort of uh, place we is come on step step inside here we we can be diplomatic here you know I. I thought you could. Okay. So yeah, they'll they'll bring you back into the thing and like they'll like set up the um uh a table there and like you know motion you to sit down there. There's a um the uh the one who's actually like working behind the bar is like a, a pink skinned Zeltron male who's uh who plops down as 
well, that's about to say, he plops down like three bowls of, uh, of like, you know, noodles and kind of a, a watery uh, sauce, and he kind of looks down and picks one of them back up and, you know, you know, uh, you know uh, leaves like an oil can be- behind instead. <laughs> uh, Mr. Eyepatch kind of looks you guys up and down and says, all right, so you said that you heard about us from the Queen? Uh, not directly, um, well, if we're gonna be honest do-gooders here, that the Queen would certainly be proud to have on her own, uh, Plasteel Pride, I'll just be straight with you, um, what do you know about the Duke? Oh, he's a right old, uh, codger, he used to do, uh, you know, he 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 poke his head down here every now and again, unlike the rest of that royal family. Yeah. Um, he didn't. I don't think he ever came around here, but we knew about him. He had a he had the sort of reputation that got around. Sounds like it. Sounds like a cool guy. He was. You know, may he rest in peace. Yeah, what, exactly. What kind of reputation? Rook asks. He um. You know, he was one of those, he was a hoity-toity, like, noble, but he never, uh, never lorded it over people. He always spent his money internally, if you know what I mean. You know, he'd come down here. I wouldn't say he was, um, you know, given handouts or nothing, but he, you know, over the last, like, couple of months, he really had his, uh, ear out, like he was looking for something. Mm. Looking for what? You know, if he, if he ever came down here to ask us, you know, we would have helped. So you liked him, you would have helped him? Well, you know, we liked him, and we probably would have helped him if, you know, in our line of business, it's a little you scratch our back, we scratch your back sort of thing. He never made life easy for us, but he never made it difficult. Rook leans over to Lancer and says, what do you think he was looking for? Um, Lancer kind of nods at Rook, and then... Goes back to um, the eye patch dude and asks, "Did you ever deal with him directly?" No, he, he usually ever- like it. He was connected enough. He could, uh, if he wanted to, he could talk to. Yeah, kind of looks left, looks right. Lane's in. He could talk to the boss if he wanted to. Boss, is yeah. that a the boss? Your Who's boss. The boss. He kind of like thumbs his nose. Oh, oh well, you know if you if you know you know. If you don't know, I guess you don't know. Rook but yeah, if you if you, if you have, listen, if you got uh, questions, the boss will be able to answer anything more. He knows a lot more about uh, what's going on here. Where do we find him? <clears throat> uh, you don't find a boss. You know, you know about the boss. If you you know or you don't know, we can make an introduction, of course. But you know, we got um, we got to make sure that you're not a uh, you know, you name drop the queen, which you know ain't the worst thing. But for us, you know, we got a certain reputation we gotta withhold. So if you want to meet the boss, you gotta you gotta play a little bit on our standards here. You come, uh, you guys, you can have uh, you know, look, you can have pulls out a day pad and check something. Oh, you guys came in here on your own ship, right? We did. You uh, he looks you up and down. You're pretty good at flying that ship of yours. Mm-hmm. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good. Tell you what, are you uh, a gambling person? Of course you are. You're here at the Plastil's Pride, the greatest gambling place in the world. You don't got to play some bad. You just have to be, you know, one of those little balls that they throw around on the uh, roulette table. See, the whole reason that we've gotten this fine establishment uh, reserved is we're planning um, a little bit of, you know, what in our line of business call, you know, a little internal test here. Word gets out, they're going to be uh, a little bit of betting on it, of course, but, you know, I think, you know, having an extra shipping running might spice it up a little bit. Spice things up, yeah. Exactly. Spice things up. So what do you need? It's simple. It's simple. We're going to hash out the locations. You know, we're about to... He can't, look, he can't check this uh, data pad to chronometer. In a couple hours, maybe about 
six, seven hours. We're about to drop out of hyperspace. You know, we're about to, uh, we'll, we'll be uh, coming in to the, uh, the asteroid field around Mandalore. You know what that asteroid's real famous for is for the uh, soup races they put through it. So we're just going to, you know, run the field a little bit. The moment we drop out of hyperspace, all of us fine fellows in our um, fine little ships here going immediately detach from the station. First one, you know, rush to the uh, to the loop, make one quick round around it. And the winner's the first one is the fastest one out there. Rook's eyes light up because that sounds so cool to her since she dreams of being a pilot one day and having her own ship. And so she looks at Lancer like, like, wow, let's do it. So you ain't got to win or nothing, but we, you just got to put a little skin in the game to make sure you're not one of them hoity-toities, you know? Did Duke so Suzuki... Uh, or, so, go ahead, Gia. Um, Rook's just wondering if Duke Suzuki ever did stuff like that. But she doesn't ask, because... Okay. <laughs> doesn't want to ask too many questions to these right. um, unknown uh, veritables here. Yeah. Um, Lancer doesn't feel conflicted about like doing the race. It's more so the fact that it is her previous uh, business partnership. And if anything happened to it, she would be devastated. Um, But she knows that this was important to him. And I think she's ready to go all in. So yeah, she's just, she, looks at Rook and it's easy and then looks back at the guy and says, you tell me when and where to meet you and we'll be there. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll wire the uh, information to you here in an hour to you. Once we hash it out, I said, the moment we come out of hyperspace, we can have points up and, and through like a, a small little like crack into the, uh, into the upper uh, yard, into the upper uh, floor, you can see like a little countdown timer because you've now entered into hyperspace, you know, countdown countdown to the next uh, location there. Once that hits zero, that's our go time. We don't want to, you know, let the uh, local security forces know what we're up to, of course. we got to hit it and get out of here real quick. You know, that's our specialty is, of course, getting into uh, spaces and getting out, to it, out of it with our uh, cargo intact, you know? Makes sense. All right. Well, and uh, Lancer's going to get up now and go order a bowl of noodles. Perfect. Uh, yeah, the uh, the Zeltronian, uh, you know, uh, kind of uh, winks at you as he uh, uh, sends you, like, uh, gives you, like, a, a thing. And see, um, you know, he's he's wearing, like, a, you know, an apron, and that's about it. That somehow, like, form fits to his abs. And, you know, he gives <laughs> a, a nice wink with a winning smile that somehow, um, like, I think everyone, like, in the area is like, you know, like, hmm, there's something in these noodles here. That's, uh, that's really, uh, that's really enticing here. <laughs> Sounds good. Definitely not pheromones. <laughs> so Rook sidles up to Lancer and says, um, Sounds like they're smugglers. Is that what you picked up? Definitely. Uh, you have knowledge underworld, right? Um, Rook does. Yes, uh, then, but uh, I don't actually have it as a specific skill. Okay, okay. Um, go ahead and make a knowledge underworld uh, check then, real quick. Sound crazy. Okay. No whammy. Would I add any modifiers to that? Uh, your, I think you add your intelligence to that one. Okay, so then it would just be a nine. Um, you're pretty sure they're smugglers. Like you've seen, like a couple of these people have like tat- several tattoos and you know uh, other like bits and bobs on there that you're pretty sure is like you know like either some either like some sort of gang relation. But they from are something like that. But they definitely seem to be like non-unified. So they're probably a type of smuggler or smuggling uh, cadre here. Okay. okay. And the reason we're running this race is to to get we'll be able to meet the boss afterwards. They'll, is that yes? They'll introduce you to the boss. Mm-hmm. Okay. There are no catches. And they just gotta make sure that you uh, that you make it out of there that you survive. You know, it's it's kind of like the uh, you know you got proof you're not a cop sort of thing. <laughs> 
All right. You, you do a little favor for them, they'll do a little favor for you, sort of thing. We're, we're taking a quest design from uh, from every single open world game ever. <laughs> yeah. All right. But yeah, it, again, the timer is like slowly counting down. You get like seven hours left, and you still feel pretty. You know, it won't take you that much time to get the uh, ship ready. So if you, you're still plenty of um, time left to uh, kind of wander around the station, hit up a couple of spaces if you want anything like that. Okay. Did we, like, with um, Rook's search and everything, do we know, like, anything about, like, the name of their smuggling ring or anything? Oh, not with your, uh, it's not like, it, you know, they don't put, like, smug, like, local smuggling uh, crime families on the map here or anything. And with her yeah. uh, just nine knowledge roll, I don't think she gets, like, an idea of what the name of this ring is. Okay. So, right. Rook wants to just go over the information that they've gathered so far, but she doesn't want to do it in the pink noodle. So, do they maybe start wandering? Yeah, you guys can uh, move out of the the uh, space at that at this okay. point if you guys wish. So then, Rook says to Lancer, "So what we know so far is that the Duke was searching for something, which led him to the pink noodle bar, where our smugglers happen to hang out." Smugglers who say that they don't have any direct contact with him, but also seem to know more about him than anyone else has been able to tell us. Yeah, and they said he was looking for something. Mm -hmm. So, do you think he could have found it? Like, did someone kill him because they didn't want him to find it? Or did maybe he... What do you think he could have been looking for? I think whatever he was looking for, he knew the gravity of it. Because he wouldn't have sent a message out if he mm-hmm. he wouldn't have been worried about his life if he was looking for something small yeah it must have been something important yeah hmm. rook right. wants to tell tz what she sensed um because rook and tz are friends very mm-hmm. tz's her best friend and she wants to tell tz what she sensed when she picked up the glass of water but she doesn't want Lancer to hear because she doesn't want Lancer to know that she has any force sensitivity at all. So if maybe Rook can kind of wander aside a little bit with TZ, who has exceptional hearing, and she yeah. just lets TZ know, um, I picked up a glass of water and someone with, with ill malicious intent put something in the glass, I think, to kill the Duke. Poison? I think so. I just want you to know, TZ, so we're both on the same page. But don't don't tell Lancer, because she can't know how I came up with that. I will not say a thing. Thank you, TZ. I can always count on you. And I on you. Um, as you're wandering like uh lancer you know you were up front a uh a uh lady comes up to you and, and just like and, and push almost shoves a uh, flyer in your fl- face like you know it's uh it it it's uh it's not human an hour at the uh at the uh red what is the name of it the red tide casino free drinks free non-human hour Exactly. I just lost all sound. Can you all hear me? We can hear you. Can you hear oh, us? Yeah. Uh-oh. How about now? Having some minor technical difficulties. The Red Tide. I like the name of it. Mm-hmm. I lost all audio, so I couldn't hear you guys at all. Okay. No problem, no problem. We're back on track. So, yeah, uh, Lancer got a uh, flyer for the uh, Red Tide. You know, saying, "Hey, uh, you know, it's a it's a non-human hour. So, like anyone, you know, first free drink, uh, uh, you know, if for anyone who comes in." Lancer's definitely going to take the flyer and um, say a genuine thank you and go straight to the Red Tide. 
all right, the red tide is on the upper level, so you have so you can't have a send back up. You can't see the. Uh, it's really quite beautifully lit with all the uh, hyperspace lines kind of going through the, uh, you know, uh, shining down through the uh, the upper uh, plasteel uh, you know, dome above you guys. Um, you know, again, you know, the upper thing is kind of divided into almost like two sections. One that's dominated by the up on a camp artificial hill which is where the uh the capital suite is and the opposite side where the royal suite is this one's kind of towards the middle and it's uh it's a fairly decently sized casino it, you know you you could probably fit several hundred people in there you know it has kind of a very garish like open sort of um entrance way and you know there's actually a lot of buzz right now because apparently they just put the uh the people out there so a lot of people are coming in and getting their drinks there's all sorts of um you know, games of chance, chance cube, sabak, roulette, you know, various, uh, you know, you know, games of chance, uh, flashing lights. It's a little garish there, to be honest. You may not, I don't know what your normal scene is there, Lancer, but, you know, as you come in, they, you know, there's a bouncer, a doorman who, like, gives you, like, a both you and Rook a uh, free voucher for, like, essentially, a, you know, uh, one free drink as you, like, walk in there as he, you know, checks your, uh, your ID there and you know, points you in the direction of the, uh, the, the of the, uh, uh, coin exchanger for, so you can get, uh, gambling ships if you want. Okay. Um, I am going to, uh, go to the coin exchange and essentially get, like, the least amount of, uh, chips I can. You, just to have the, an excuse to go. You, you get, like, a hundred credits worth. That's, like, the smallest amount, and that gets okay. you a hundred, uh, you know, a thousand, uh, yeah, like no, it'll give you a one-to-one exchange. Let's just keep it simple. It'll give you a, a hundred cred, little uh, your coins. So essentially, a hundred uh, tokens. Okay, and then I'm gonna go to the bar and get my free drink. Good. The, the free drink is only good for like the house special, which, as you can probably, as to the best of your knowledge, it's probably uh, uh, you know ale mixed with water. <laughs> it's not exactly great, but you know it is exactly what you paid for. So yeah. Now, Rook, you also got this a, a fit voucher there. You know, this place, place seems to operate under the uh, assumption that if you're old enough to look over the bar, you're old enough to order. So Rook will never turn down free, pretty much anything free, probably. So she goes and, and she gets her drink, but I'm not sure she likes it very much. She oh, just kind of sips on it and doesn't really spaces. like it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, TZ, uh, there's a, did you want to get, you know, did, did you, does TZ have a vice? Does TZ like to gamble? This is the first time that TZ's actually been in a casino. Like, he's heard the stories of, you know, all the other places, all the other casinos, um, cities and everything. But this is his first time. So it's, it's very, in, in whatever way it could be overstimulating for a droid, it is all the lights and the flashing machines, all these inanimate robots basically it's quite mm-hmm. overwhelming and i'd say rook hangs back and just watches and she's really keeping her eye on tz too and and observing how tz's handling everything like yeah i will say for tz's sake there is um there are a couple other droids that are like here and actually like seem to be like placing bets either for like their masters or maybe a few here just by themselves you know you know self propelled droids aren't too uncommon um now they are banned from like certain games like you know ones where you where you the player has to like throw the dice themselves like you know you're not allowed to like you know throw the dice but you're still allowed to play spets on like roulette you know do anything with cards things like that so you know there's only there's a few things that droids are uh, uh disallowed from uh participating in but you know the, the, most of the floor is still open to you so lancer with your uh little stack of credits burning a hole in your pocket is there anything mm-hmm. what, what's your go-to casino game um she's gonna observe the crowd and see if she can spot another twi'lek and go to whatever game they're playing all right what would they be doing there um yeah yeah there's a there there's a there's a there's a game there that seems to be uh uh being operated there uh it's it's got kind of a, a decent sized crowd around there and you see like a couple of twi'leks there and it looks like um they all seem a little younger than you which seems a little weird um mm-hmm. you know 
then you match the set they all have like matching like blazers there they seem to be for, like matching um you know university students there and they'll kind of there there's like like the rainbow color so there's like you know one red a couple blue a few greens you know there's about uh, about seven or so there and they're all crowded around the table but they'll they'll see you and then like kind of I wouldn't say they're like, yeah, but they like, you know, they can't wave at you. And as you approach, they'll kind of scooch over and make a spot for you. Okay. Yeah. Lancer's going to go sit with her drink and, um, uh, go ahead and, and put some credits down and join in their game. Yeah. It's a very simple game. The, uh, it looks like a dealer there is, um, uh, is simply rolling two dice there, two uh, eight-sided dice. And mm-hmm. the uh, objective is, is simply to tell whether it's it's even or odd. Okay. And as it comes to her turn, she's going to say even. It's Well, it's everyone bets at the same time. So that oh, never roll. Mind. So you're saying even? Yep. How much are you putting down? Um, I'm going to put down 10 uh, tokens. 10 on even. 6-2. It's even. So you get, uh, so you get about uh, 15... Well, yeah, you get about 19 tokens, or 9 tokens back, so you win 19. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, they, they, they instantly, like, you know, congratulate you and, and start shaking you. Are, is, is there, are you trying to win here, or are you trying to, um, you know... I just want to talk to them, really. But uh, I, yeah. I want them to see me as an equal... Yeah, they definitely, like, you know, start, you know, the next bet, like, a lot, like, half the thing, like, you know, wait for you to to, to put your bet in first, and then they, mm-hmm. they start following you around. So, yeah, yeah, they they, they seem they instantly start to open up to you and chat with you. Like, are you asking them, like, specific questions, or just pumping them for general information? I think first, um, I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna ask one in particular, is this your first non-human night at the Red Tide? Yeah, yeah, we, uh, you know, we're just here for a uh, spring break, spring break, they all cry out. Yeah, you know, you know, you know, you know, Ryloff's so, uh, stodgy here, so we gotta, we decided to go out and see the galaxy on the, on the, you know, the, the lap of luxury here, you know, so, you know, we get to see some, like, we get to see some real, uh, fun things, like we're going to Mandalore next, we're to race, you know, circuits are at, that's going to be real exciting. I wonder if we'll catch a race there. You know, it's, you know, it's great. You know, we can see like some rough and tumble things, you know, I hear there's even, you know, a smuggling ring that's being up op- that's operated in the lower levels. Isn't that so wizard? That's wild. Absolutely wizard. I, I get it. Ryloth can be boring sometimes. Exactly, you know, nothing but imperial patrols, all this, and you know, new mandates that you know, it's 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 fun. It's fun to get out of the uh, the out of the 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 university, the compounds, and actually see some real living. You know, yeah, I do know. So, you had any luck tonight, or yeah, you know, you, you know, one of you know, you know, Sven over there's you know got himself you know uh double down i think he's uh i think he's he's on fire here you know and there's a kind of a tough burly looking uh rile off in the corner kind of nods and you know he doesn't <laughs> seem to speak much but he, he does have a larger pile in front of them you know yeah. after once we run out here we'll probably start you know hitting up either like a different casino or start moving on to like sabak or something like that yeah so the race is at mandalore is that like i mean it's it's a famous race circuit there. It's, you know, it's through the asteroid, you know, field that's around the, uh, the outer of that, that section there, you know, it's kind of an endurance sort of thing. So, you know, many, uh, great spacer and great racer as, uh, you know, prove their marks there. So anyone who's, who loves space and knows that it's one of the more prestigious places there, you know, you know, you gotta be, you gotta show, you know, you gotta build yourself up there to be able to race on that sacred, you know, track. Oh yeah. Uh, you, you ever raced it? Oh, what? You know, my dad, you know, my dad bought me a swoop bike, you know, when I was uh, younger and I, I've always been pretty good at that. So, you know, you know, a couple of us are on the uh, university's uh, race team. Yeah, but we'll we'll get there one of these days. Why not now? Well, I thought, but, I, you know, I, I, I don't got a, a I didn't bring my uh, my my racer with me. You know, that's back at the university grounds. Well, that doesn't matter. I've got one. Uh, uh, says the poor uh, Twilight with a sun like deer in the headlights sort of look there. Uh, you, I mean, I don't listen. I'm not, 
here to trap you in anything. Uh, I've also enjoyed a couple spring breaks in my time. Spring um, break. <laughs> but uh, what do you know about the the racetrack? What makes it so prestigious? Um, like, so. You know, just to, to take a step back. So, Lance, are you trying to, like, recruit a racer for you or just trying to pump a guy who knows a lot to try to get, like, an advantage on the uh, the track I was, here? I'm, I was kind of just enjoying making him squirm, but I uh, <laughs> do just want the information. All right. Uh, make a persuasion check here. Okay. In the meantime, Rook is um, listening very interestedly to that conversation because it's about racing. But as she mm-hmm. was also like a street urchin for quite a while and survived by thieving, she can't help scanning the casino and just seeing all the wealthy people and how yeah. easy it would be to steal from them, though she's make, make trying. A, make a perception check. Okay. Right, and what was that persuasion there? It was a, only a five. Um, Like, he'll start talking, but he'll start just rambling and rambling. You're not really getting anything useful out of this guy here. So, you know, you know, you can cut this conversation short whenever you want. But this, but this is like an an 18-year-old who, who's blown a lot of daddy's money on turbochargers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not getting, like, great insights about, you know, mm-hmm. the third hairpin turn is exactly where you need to have the throttle and then speed up at the apex there. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, all right, Rook, what was your run there? Mine was 10. All right. Yeah. There's a lot of wealth around here, but you know, like as you, you're, your 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 hands start getting a little sweaty, a little sticky there, but then you can't start looking around and you realize, Oh, there's, um, it's not obvious, but in like nearly every hour alcove, there's a big, you know, uh, like, you know, enforcer droid with like, you know, you know, scanners out there, you know, you know, every single croupier, every single dealer has like a, you know, has their eyes on a swivel. Like security is not overwhelming, but it is super present. You know, in fact, there's a big, you know, uh, behind like, you know, the bar near the uh, camp interest there's a big, you know, map of, you know, you know, caught thieving or, you know, wanted, you know, posters of people who even got their, you know, got caught stealing, you know, or, you know, people who are now wanted for questioning, you know, they're, it's all sorts of types there, all, you know, nasty looking criminals, all, you know, issues there. Um, but there towards the end, there's a one that catches your, your, uh, your eye there. Um, who catches my eye? It's a fellow Umbaran. It's, you oh. know, um, male. It's been several years since you've seen that face though, but you're almost 100. Like you, you, you know, that person. It's your brother Bishop's uh, face. My brother Bishop is in the casino? It's on the casino's wall of shame. Oh, okay. Even um, though it's, his name is, is listed as Reverend, uh, you know, wanted, it says wanted uh, for questioning for, uh, for supposed cheating uh, and, and failure to pay proper taxes, uh, you know, wanted by the Empire, you know, reward available the OC Colonel Weston. Colonel Weston. So Rook is just in shock. She drifts closer to it and to read everything. Um and- yo, the only th- there's not too much more information. It just says, you know, as I said, it's definitely your brother. You now that you get a little closer, it's definitely his face again. Must have been what, five years since you've seen him in person, right? Five, six years. No, it's been ten years. Wow. Then, then yeah. yeah, it's been like it, it. You almost you know that's why you didn't make cop it like the moment you walked in, but it wasn't until mm-hmm. you like looked at it, you know, that you um, realized that that is your brother's face. Um, again, has a different name underneath there, so mm-hmm. maybe he was using a fake name. Again, again, like it just roughly says that you know supposed wanted for supposed cheating and failure to pay taxes. Um, you know, the only other thing you can really, that's really on there is that this was issued about, you know, maybe three, four months ago. Wow. Okay. So Rook gets TZ's attention and wants to explain everything to TZ. Um, She explains that 
10 years ago, her family on Umbara fought against the empire. There was a, a group of resistance fighters and her parents were killed and she was taken to Karelia, kind of whisked away to safety and she lost her brother in all of the chaos and trauma and she never knew what happened to him. She was afraid that maybe he was arrested by the empire or she didn't know. So she tells TZ, look TZ, this is my brother and I've got to find him. We've got to find him. Um, she's a little afraid to tell Lancer. Rook really wants Lancer's approval. And even though her fingers were getting itchy with the thought of thieving, she wouldn't really do it because she wants Lancer's approval. And um, so, but she doesn't entirely trust Lancer. She knows Lancer doesn't really trust her and she's just not too sure how much to tell her. Easy looks up at the photo of Rook's brother and kind of like his head kind of sinks. And then he just simply puts his hand on Rook's shoulder and just says, we'll find him. We'll find him. So Rook immediately wants to start digging into the database of the casino. She's really good with computers um, and try to just find more information on her brother. Ooh, okay. Um, that would, sounds like a used to computer check. Okay. And um, TZ, you know, it's, there's not like there's a ton, again, there's a lot of eyes on her. So uh, how about you make a, how about TZ makes like a stealth check or like uh, some sort of uh, check to try to, um, you know, hide, you know, help hide uh, Gia or Rook as she's doing this. I have a 16. Are 16 on used computer? Yes. Perfect. And TZ, are, how, like, what do you think you would do to try to protect her or keep her from out of line of sight here? Well, I think TZ, just in his height and nature, is pretty much larger than Rook, and also with the cloak, and non-conspicuatively just kind of almost make her very much out of sight, out of mind of people, and where the dominating presence of of TZ, people like will look at TZ more than anything. Exactly. That, that sounds like maybe a intimidation. Is that a thing here? Mm. Uh, deception, endurance, scatter information. Does not look like intimidate is on there. Okay, Ooh. then maybe like make a pers a persuasion check then, or like uh, <laughs> or something like that. Don't have that, but that's okay. If you have something that you think would be more appropriate, you may roll that. Uh, not really. Because I just have uh, endurance, initiative, jump, and perception, and jump is definitely not the that. I could do a, I could do a circus trick. We are in a casino. It could be perception, him perceiving the best way to oh. camouflage her. I'd I'd I'd, I'd allow that. Thank you. And he was a defense droid. I mean, he was trained in protection. Oh, yeah, Rook. Yeah. Thank you, Rook. Oh, that's so good. That is so good. That is a 25 total. Okay, oh, yes. yeah. So, <laughs> despite all the uh, all the prying eyes around here, yeah, you know, TZ, you managed to, like, you know, camp Usher Rook to, like, uh, a small little, like, you know, thing where, like, usually where astromechs, like, plug in and, like, calculate. But, Rook, you uh, make it, you got a 16 there, right? Yes. All right, this casino has some pretty secure firewalls here so i'm not going to say you get like access to like admin privileges but you definitely can access like the uh worker sort of uh spaces there um you can have pull up the uh the board where it shows like uh, the kind of digital versions of all those uh wanted posters about a th two-thirds of those are like self-appointed so like you know they didn't necessarily press charges but the casino knows someone cheating and put the uh the, the the space on there you know a lot of it is pretty minor stuff but then you know uh bishop's one and several others were specifically appointed by the uh empire like the empire is very specifically looking for these people here and you they're all kind of you can't no saddle on the placement they're all kind of on the edges kind of out of like the main line of sight so um you know if this if your brother did cheat this casino it's like the only reason that they have his picture up is because the uh, the 
the local uh, you know empire official is putting pressure on them to keep it up. So Rook turns to TZ and says, "The Empire, they'll never leave my family alone. They, they'll do everything in their power to destroy my family. I hate them. I hate them." And Even though it is your 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 brother is under a completely fictitious name here. And TZ, like taking all this in processes that, and knowing all the stuff that Rook has told him, just looks at her and says. Is is he like you? What do you mean? Oh, oh. You mean Force-sensitive? She whispers that. it very quietly that only he with his special hearing could hear. <laughs> hear with your special ears. <laughs> his magnetroid hearing. And she says... Um, Cannon. <laughs> oh, that's a great question. I don't know. I don't think so. He was good at sensing trouble when trouble was coming and danger, but not like me. We're different. Okay. And I want to help Lancer and we're on this mission and I have this new job and I like it. I get paid and I don't have to steal, but nothing is as important as finding my brother. I don't know what to do, TZ. Wherever you go, Rook, I go. Meanwhile, cutting back to Lancer, the uh, the frat boy she was talking to. Anyway, have you ever done a spice a spice followed by a shot of Kawaki and fire water? It's great. You just got to snort and shoot. <laughs> Lancer busts out laughing and says, "You know, I haven't done that since since my last spring break." Uh, it, it well, here we change. go. He says he just pulls out a vial and starts smoking. <laughs> oh hell. <laughs> um. Okay, we'll let the dice decide. If it's even, Lancer will Lancer will do it with him. Rollies, we love it. <laughs> it's a two, so she does it. Oh man. Okay. Um let this me make a roll. What's your fortitude? Uh, what's your fortitude defense? Uh fifteen. Okay. Like it has been a while since you've done something like this. Like you definitely get the uh like the like it's not you can definitely tell like you know, this this is not great for you, but also, uh, I won't say like your instant like you, the uh, the feeling and rush of euphoria. It's like now, it seems like someone smeared Vaseline all over your eyes as it suddenly kind of goes all like smooth and like like you know almost a little gooey here. Like it feels it feels pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Like you're not like completely like smashed now. Mm-hmm. The poor your uh, poor uh, companion there though he um. Like he's like, yeah, this is really good stuff. As he just starts, you know, zonking out. Like, can Rook notice what's going on at this point and (laughs) make her way to Lancer and say, "What are you doing? Aren't you like?" Racing through a meteor of of Mandalore? Are you going to do this drunk? It's not just drunk. (laughs) Lancer clasps Rook on the shoulder. Maybe the first time she's ever touched Rook physically. And um, says, you've seen the clock. We've got eight hours. The clock now says four hours. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> Which but it looks like it looks like eight to answer. We have four hours, and you know I can't fly. I want to fly, but you haven't taught me how to fly yet. So this is all on you. Maybe now's a good time to give me a lesson. Maybe we should head back to the ship. Her <laughs> Lancer wholeheartedly agrees. Oh wow! <laughs> Let's go to the ship, and uh, she's gonna um, turn around to the frat guy and like also clasp him on the shoulder and be like, um, "Enjoy your spring break, man." Ooh, spring break! 
So one thing um, Rook really wants to do is she wants to get the schematics, if she can, of this race and of this, um, it's an asteroid field? Yes, the uh, race course, course mm -hmm. is through an asteroid field. And it's like, it's not difficult to look it up. So it's not, you know, by the time you get back to the ship, you have like a, a ping message waiting from you from your... Um, your friends in the uh, in the independent um, what would that term for that be? The independent uh, you know Teamsters Union, an independent you know Movers Union, uh, and it 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 else you know has like the a couple like vague instructions about you know the moment that the it drops out of hyperspace, rush to the main entrance there, uh, and then immediately the first one to get around it uh, uh, is will be considered the winner and be given the grand prize of um, 10,000 credits, which is not a Ooh. lot, like, you know, in the, like, grand scheme of things, but it's definitely, uh, you can definitely tell it's like, you know, and be proven that you're the coolest and hardest and badass, most badass racer at, um, in the team. Okay. So Rook has the info, all the info she can get on the race and on the, can she call yeah, it? You, you have thought of course. Well, it's uh, always down, moving, yeah. but say again. Yeah, you you have like the course, yeah. Okay, um, Rook turns to TZ and says, "TZ, be um, be a best friend, and please, can you make some calf for Lancer? And we need to try to um, sober her up a little bit for the race. I will make extra hot calf. Ah, oh, thank you. I think I'll have some too, and um." So she turns to Lancer, shows her the course, and says, I think now's a good time for my first lesson. I think you're right. Um, what do you know about flying? You ever flown a ship? Um, no. I hung around the shipyards of Corellia, and she's thinking how she stole pieces of equipment from the shipyards. Um, and I did some work sometimes. I know a little bit of mechanics, but I've never gotten behind. I've never flown one, no. But I know all the parts and I know the different roles and positions. Well, this is a hell of a time to learn. Um, let's do it. <laughs> And I don't know exactly how to proceed with this, Caleb, but I th would like just like take a negative to any rolls I make basically for the next. Uh, maybe a few, maybe like, well, like I would say anything like intelligence based will, or charisma based will take a slight negative, but like everything seems to be slightly slowed down. So that actually gives you slightly better reaction times here for a little bit. So yeah, go ahead and make a piloting check, I guess. Okay. Just because as you're like showing like Rook the ropes here. Yeah. It really is the best time. <laughs> okay, that's a 26. Like you give a like like wow. Rook is like like a bucket put underneath a waterfall. It's now like completely wow. overfilled with uh knowledge that's being dumped onto you in a like a really like almost you know, high level sort of thing. Like you, Rook's poor little eyes are like you know, as wide and, and wide as her skin there. So it's like she's just trying to absorb everything as possible there. Um yeah, like I would say, you know, you know, Rook, you have have a lot better of an idea of what it actually takes to be a pilot and what, you know, racing is going to be like here. Um excellent. And T Z you're you were working on the calf. Anything else you were working on there? Nope. Just trying to make the best cup of calf. Make a uh, well, make a calf making roll, I guess. <laughs> Are you an espresso bot? Secretly, he's very good at that. He's very good at um, preparing Boiling drinks and food too. Uh, it's, it's so good that it's a natural twenty. Oh, oh wow! Okay. <laughs> Maybe he yep. makes magic calf. <laughs> the calf is pretty magical, so we'll we'll, we'll um. You know, I'm, this might be a little early, but I feel like this is like an uh, this is kind of a nice time here. So, like as as Lancer and Rook are sitting in the uh, the the pilot and co-pilot seat, you know, TZ you know, brings them like the most 
like an almost perfect bit of calf there. And Lancer, you know, both you and, and Rook kind of smile as Lancer begins to feel like maybe she's not quite as alone as she always thought as, you know, mm-hmm. you know, she kind of flashes back to maybe a, a period of like five, eight years ago when the roles were reversed and you're and Kuso was sitting where you were sitting are sitting right now, teaching mm-hmm. a young, you know, snot nosed punk, everything that he knew about racing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, very much warms Lancer's heart and she definitely whether it's the um, inebriation that she's experiencing or genuine uh, heartfelt warmth mm-hmm. she's very happy to have it though mm-hmm. so the uh, chrono on the screen starts to count down yo know, time till exiting hyperspace is in five four three two one and that's all in today's episode as the mm-hmm. uh, as you're about to embark on a wild uh, space chase here. So, again, thank you everyone for uh, following along at home. You know, uh, you know that'll do it for this day's uh, journey. So wait until next week when the next episode will go live. Join us for our discussions at utini.com or discord.com slash utini. Follow the rest of our shows at youtube.com slash utini. Uh, and just go to utini.com for all the great news and articles. I think this point pretty much all of us have some sort of article published or written at this point so yo until next week uh yo thank you for joining our join us along and may the force be with you all